Hi, my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. This week, I want to talk about movement. Go figure. Just kidding. If you heard last week's podcast and you sent me some feedback, I wanted to say thank you at the top of this one because I really appreciate it. So very sweet of you. Thank you very much. For today's episode, I do want to talk about movement of the body through life, but from a little bit of a different perspective. Often we try to change things we can't and don't attempt things that we can. I find this so interesting. For whatever reason we don't try, programming, fear, not knowing it's possible, not thinking it's possible, whatever people think of us or something like that. What has helped me with this personally is making clear where I'm starting from. So if it is self-consciousness, you know, I take a moment and I look at that. If it's fear, you you have to look at why that's happening. That's what I'm talking about. You want to make it clear without giving yourself grief about whatever it is you're being clear about. Otherwise, that's um, there's there's no clarity there. It, it's just an idea. So I do this thing where I make very clear where I'm starting from, but also I don't define where I think I'm going. Um, so this really depends on what you're working on. You know what I'm saying? So if it's a movement thing or an art thing, they're going to have different effects. And basically the idea here is because the possibilities are pretty much endless and uh, especially with something like art, I don't, I definitely don't have a preview of what I think the piece is going to be in my head. I go ahead and put it together and that's how I work. I didn't at first do that, but if you do it the other way where you have this thing where it has to look a certain way and it's um, a fairly free style of artwork, you set yourself up for disaster. Um, it's like putting a, it's like printing a curtain in front of the painting and you're trying to paint through it. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So, uh, and then also with movement. So the same thing happens, let's say with yoga. There are a lot of photographs online. I've spoken about this on this podcast before. There are a lot of photographs online and they're all beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I like yoga photography, but there's this preconceived notion that the images that you see on the internet or the way that your body is going to do something and this is totally not true this is not going to happen um your body is going to do it the way your body does it and this is really challenging when everyone's looking at a photograph now that we have videos, I think it's getting a little bit easier to get this point across now that there's so much more videos online when it comes to yoga postures and movement. So that being said, think about what it is that you're um, considering, writing, drawing, painting, yoga, movement, dance. And if you're having trouble learning an aspect of it, notice why you're challenging with or having that challenge. 
So whether it's art or movement happening in my life, I find that when I get lost, so to speak, it's because there's no anchor to me or whatever it is that I'm working on. So an anchor, right? Can you really get behind what it is you think you're not able to do? You know what I'm saying? Or when you are doing something, if you get stuck in the art of doing it, is this because you don't have confidence in it? So you just keep working on it. This is a method, but it's also a way that you can feel stuck while working on something. It's very interesting. It really has to do with the way that we look at it all. So when I start having this happen, I have to take a pause and see what's going on. It's very important that if you notice this, that you do something with it. You know, you may not notice it at first. That's why they call um, self-development actual work, because it is. It's not easy stuff. It might be a lot of mental stuff, right? Um, so it's hard for other people to understand how much work you're doing because you do all of it in your head, or maybe you're doing it alone. Maybe you're doing it via grief or maybe crying, um, releasing in nature. Uh, often people don't understand the challenge that you provide yourself and that you're working through when you do inner work alone. It's just kind of the way it is. And then there's the whole other group of people that have been doing inner work for a long time and they really take that into account. You, the people around you change as you start doing this. So if you're in that first group, don't worry, they'll show up eventually. Or the people around you shift. That's always fantastic and fun. So, you know, when you take when you take a pause from what you're doing, um, an aspect that I think is common is this idea that time has some kind of effect on the speed of personal development. So often people think that if they pause and stop some of their practices, that this is going to affect them in a negative way. And um, this is not true. This is not true. It, I mean, think about it. What if you had an injury, a physical injury, and you paused your practice in order to take care of the injury? Is this setting you back in your personal development? I don't think so. So if you take a pause for some other reason, you know, you should actually celebrate that, but that part's not so easy right away. Now, if you have a deadline or something, that is a completely different story. If you're an artist listening to this and you're like, I have no time to pause. Yeah, you have a deadline. That's a whole other thing. So you're going to want to set this pause up after you turn in your thing. Yeah. And then figure out how to not put yourself into that situation the next time, which isn't going to be easy, but you'll you can go about this process of approaching the work in a new way and um, notice if you start to get nervous thinking about the work or whether it's an assignment or your own personal creative work happy to talk about that sometime um, just shoot me an email but if you start to rush the body through decisions without taking into account how it feels where the actions are coming from and all of that you'll most likely actually end up slowing yourself down or driving yourself mad. Here's a simple way to look at this, and it's also very indirect. So 
take a look at your schedule. Look at how much time you give yourself for work stuff versus health and wellness. That's a good thing to check out. Or here, um, don't change anything either. Just just look at what you're doing right now. Just take um, take a look and acknowledge what you can change. So the or. How much time do you allow for doing nothing in particular? So check out those two things. Look at how much time you give yourself for work stuff versus health and wellness, or how much time you allow for doing nothing in particular. Now, I don't mean doing nothing. You know, if you want to do nothing, fine. But I mean unscheduled time where you can freely choose something to do, whether it's creative or movement, whatever it is, not scheduled, not pre-planned. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, another thing you can check out, I just thought of this, maybe look at how long you give yourself to cook a meal. If you're always rushing to do that, try to add a little extra time. Consider that part of your health and wellness time versus rushing to figure out what the heck to eat and getting it in the body, you know? Um, I personally have a problem with this. I forget to eat a lot, so I'm with you on that. And remember, don't change anything. Just look and acknowledge. Take some time to do that. And if something wants to change, you'll change it. (laughs) The time we spend not rushing to the next thing is extremely valuable. It gives your body time to send you messages. I mean, think about it, about that idea of waiting to speak. You know, when you're in a conversation and you're explaining something important to, to you, to somebody else and you can see that they they have this great idea and they're just waiting to tell you the idea there's nothing bad about their idea but they're not hearing what you're saying because they clicked on something and they're trying to hold that so they don't forget now like I said nothing bad on them or you but this is the situation where someone's waiting to speak and you're not being heard so we don't want our bodies always waiting to be heard any more than we don't want to be heard ourselves. I mean, think about that. If your body is always trying to tell you something and you just ignore, 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 what do you think happens? That's not, I mean, that's not a good thing. It's something you want to take care of. Your body, you know? I mean, I know from personal experience that once I stopped rushing my so-called personal development, everything started speeding up in the most awesome way. So this is why I'm sharing with you today. If you rush it, you'll slow down. I feel like this is so important. It can be applied to so many things. Even if it doesn't sound like it's happening, the chances are pretty high that if you are someone that is constantly doing personal work or inner work and you go from practice to practice to practice, you might actually be slowing yourself down because you've added so many parameters because you're speeding yourself from thing to thing to thing. Just an example. I I understand what it feels like because I've been through it myself. But I also know what the other side feels like. And looking back, hindsight is pretty awesome. 
So I'm telling you personally, if you rush it, you're going to slow down. And this is for you, right? So I don't recommend you telling everybody else to, to what to do about their personal practices, whether it's spiritual consciousness, movement, stuff like that. I mean, unless they're your student, don't get me wrong. If you're a coach or something like that, totally cool. But I just mean in general, general advice giving in this, in the consciousness community starts to get a little bit, um, wonky pretty quickly. So I suggest if you feel like you really need to give out a particular advice that you do a journal entry or provide the advice as a gift to yourself. And, um, you know, you might be able to give the advice at some point, but just try giving it to yourself first. You don't even have to do the thing. Just provide the idea. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. I think that it's really cool when we start to move through life from the um, from the position of what our body is telling us. So that's why I feel like rushing is going to slow you down. It also slows down the spiritual development, which I think is very interesting too. Let me know if you have any questions or comments or anything about movement or art making or... Um, Maybe you can tell me your favorite apple. All right. Thanks again. Bye. All right. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.